0: Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello 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 and welcome back to another episode. I'm loving this format Um really fun to get in these deep dives I kind of feel like we'll have to do some sporadic ones of these um in the seasons moving forward so for those of you that haven't heard any of the other episodes yet from season four and um, we've got a little bit of a different format to our normal sort of guest expert or advice guidance tips type episodes um, and we're getting to know some of the amazing queens we've got in the variety of systems across the UK and um, so Natasha welcome to the Pageant Land podcast. Uh, could you introduce yourself fully and tell us your title, please? So
1: I am Natasha Koshti Simmons, or sometimes known as Nish Koshti, um, and I am Mrs. Atlantic 2020 2021.
0: I feel like you the name that you're known as could also be like the slang for something really nice. Ah, oh, I like, that. <laughs> like cuddling up on the sofa, gonna have a Nish Koshti. Like, oh yeah
1: that would be a nice I feel like that'd be a nice drink <laughs> Ooh, yes. oh yes
0: a drink with cuddles on the sofa in front of an open fire definitely that's that's what that's what I picture with your with your name the next I'm <laughs> seeing cocktails now like I'm gonna have a nishkosti that means having a good drink in front of a fire with a blanket definitely <laughs> we will start that one yeah. <laughs> and, so some of the questions are pageant related, some not so pageant related, um, but we will start with something pageant-y. Uh, what is your favourite pageant round and why?
1: My favourite round has to be fashion wear, just because I like to put a bit of my own personality into it and have
0: a little bit of fun with what I'm wearing. It's funny you say that, because it's my least favourite round, because I never know what to wear. So I'm going to be coming to you next time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just love getting a bit creative. Sometimes... Uh, this will probably come out later. I'm really good at leaving things to the last minute. So sometimes I am sat in the car still making it on the way up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The idea is there and it's never let me down yet. And I just love just being a little bit fun. And obviously I'm mixed race, so I have Indian heritage. So I like to try and get a bit of that heritage into my costume, into what I'm wearing um, and just kind of show me. That's why I think I have so much fun with it.
0: See, I'm, I'm, I'm never sure what to wear I kind of so I've announced the day of recording this I've just announced the next competition I've been going for I'm going to compete in Yemi um, mm-hmm. and uh, I think actually I have an idea for my fashion wear uh, I think I have ideas for all of them but my evening gown I've set myself a challenge because I am an like a way in advance person to my detriment sometimes <laughs> Like I would buy, I'd have bought everything today if my bank balance hadn't said no.
1: Um, I could do with a bit of that planning ahead. I literally, the ideas
0: are there, and then like I regret that I leave it so late. But then you fall out of love with your outfit. I'm not allowed to pick my evening gown until three months before. That's fair. That's my like. That's my goal, and I'm like, I'm gonna have. I'll have I'll probably have like a massive plan of going around all the big shops that I want to go to there's a couple that I really want to go and visit and that I've never been to before that a bit more of a travel so I'll tie them in with other things Mm -hmm. happening um but to try yeah so I'm gonna try and be a bit more a bit more niche (laughs) (laughs) a bit more niche costy Before we carry on with this episode, I just wanted to say a massive thank you to this season's sponsors, Earring Envy. Earring Envy stock an incredible range of perfect pageant jewellery for on and off stage. With their vast colour ranges, sizes, plus a whole host of clip-on options, we are absolutely sure you will find what you need over on their website, (laughs) www.earringenvy.co.uk.
1: I feel like this is going to be a new thing now. I'm going to sit down every evening and be like, right, it's Koshti time. I need a Nishkoshty.
0: <laughs> I love it. I'm going to spread it to my friends, be like, this is a thing, okay? This is a thing. This is definitely a thing. <laughs> if you could be an animal, what would you be and why?
1: Ah, oh, see, I had to have a think
0: about this.
1: I think I would like to be a bird because I absolutely love travel and I love that birds migrate and follow the sun because... I'd like to do that, um, and I'd love to see the world from like an above view and just be able to fly wherever I want, whenever I want. I just, I'd love to be a bird.
0: Any particular type of bird?
1: Yeah, I think I'll go with a talking parrot because I like to talk.
0: <laughs> you can communicate too. Yeah, we have a lot. Maybe of- like <laughs> a macaw it. or something.
1: Hmm,
0: and um, majestic, um,
1: yeah, a nice big parrot. <laughs>
0: If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? So
1: the place that I would love to live would actually be Sri Lanka. Um, I have spent a lot of time there in my life. Um, It's already almost like a second home because I did a lot of voluntary work um, within the mental hospitals over in Sri Lanka. And I just love everything about it. It's so beautiful. I love the culture. I love the food. I just loved the almost slightly simpler way of life it was very mindful and I just love it there and it's nice weather I don't mind monsoons either I'm not bothered about rain but when it's hot I like it so definitely somewhere in Asia but I think Sri Lanka is my favourite place
0: cold rain is not pleasant
1: yeah but it's hot rain so you're (laughs) you're all right
0: It's like some sort of tropical, like, people pay a lot of money to go to fancy spas in London Mm -hmm. when I am, to have tropical showers, so.
1: (laughs) Exactly, and I mean, it was very hot, um, and it was a humid heat, so it's great for keeping your figure, because you are sweating sweating. a I was thinking of a way to put that nicely, but yeah, you are sweating a lot, (laughs) and the food is quite spicy and hot, like, I couldn't eat massives of it so you know my figure was trim when I was over there (laughs) and all the walking around as well kept me nice and fit.
0: Amazing. (laughs) Um, What's the best gift you've ever received and why? Uh,
1: I feel like this is really cheesy but it's my little girl my daughter she is the best gift that I could have ever had in this world and it's because she's my little girl and she's just amazing. I'm there's nothing material in this world that would ever compare to her. So she's my best
0: gift. <laughs> I like, just did not, I, d- I just don't think you can fathom the love that you then have for you. Oh, they're just amazing. Like there's the picture straight after she was born and it looked like I'm in hideous pain, but I was just so like, my face is all like screwed up. um, holding this little <laughs> thing right by my face. Cause I just, I just, it was so overwhelming how much love yeah. for this tiny little human. Drives me nuts now. She's three.
1: Of course, they're meant to. <laughs> trying to parent the self out of your child is great fun. Um, um, but, you know, some people aren't lucky enough to have that gift. And it is a gift to have that. To have a child is a gift. And I wouldn't want any anything in the world. I would just want her. So she's yeah. my best gift.
0: I, I wasn't meant to be able to have kids. She was my little miracle. <laughs> um and yeah the lots a uh, couple well two main medical reasons why it mm-hmm. happened but um she was oh, I I only ever wanted to be a mum I didn't mm-hmm. have any career aspirations at school which drove mm-hmm. my kids nuts I just wanted to be a mummy and then I was told at 19 I was given my no at 17 my first medical reason at 19 my second medical reason why it was never going to happen so um I, she's yeah Come of extra, extra special, don't ever. I'd never take that for granted with her,
1: of course. Never say never, and because you never know what could happen, and it's just I think everyone who has a child appreciates how amazing and annoying they can be.
0: measures. <laughs> <laughs> in a movie of your life, who would play you and why? So,
1: I'm thinking about this one and I think (laughs) I'm laughing at my answer because yeah you'll see why so I think um Zoe Deschanel from Who's That Girl and I'm laughing because she is as scatty and crazy as me which is why I think that she would have to play me
0: (laughs) I'm I'm gonna like have to google this now Um, um Who's that girl? I don't know that programme either. That's really it might
1: it's not called Who's That Girl.
0: <laughs> That's the theme tune. It's called
1: New Girl. And it's like, here's that girl, it's Jess. There
0: you go. That's like
1: the main theme tune of it. Yes, um,
0: yes. Yes, Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I'm with you. I'm with you, Dan. I know what you mean. <laughs> I had to sing it. <laughs> but um yeah,
1: she's just is scatty and crazy. And I just think that yeah, she would play me perfectly. <laughs>
0: I didn't really interested with that kind of question. It's like, oh, do I do I say someone who looks like me, who acts like me, who I would like to look like or like to act like? Or like there's so many I know, it's a really tough it's a really tough question.
1: And I I had to think about that, but that was the only name that came to me each time I was like, Yeah, it's her. <laughs> In every way, that's me.
0: I I think I rested on in the first episode we did this that it would be Jennifer Garner um, Mm -hmm. Circa Alias Circa um, Electra Daredevil Uh, not because I actually (laughs) fight like that but because I would love to be able to fight like that and I think if it's a Mm -hmm. film of my life we might as well add in some bits that I would have liked to have included
1: (laughs) yeah exactly you know if if, if it's something you would want why not have that in your life (laughs)
0: It's a film of my life, it doesn't need to be true No,
1: whatever's in your mind Is true to you
0: I'm an elite fighting superhero, can't I?
1: I don't see why not, I can see you now All in superhero outfit.
0: Yeah, I think think I'll be good at that Um, I did try to do Do you remember um, the uh, film The TV show, The O.C. Yes Where Seth drew everyone out as characters Um, Yes And uh, I can't little Miss Vixen I went <laughs> with her to a party a friend and I were obsessed with the OC and she did um Cosmo Girl mm-hmm. and I was little Miss Vixen and she looked like I don't know something out of My Little Pony and I looked like some weird dominatrix I was not <laughs> the outfits did not translate to an audience that had no clue what the OC was I'm picturing that now <laughs> It was really funny and she's like half my height as well and probably half my width like proportion wise half of me. So as a pair it no it did not we would not a good combination to do like we should have done the BFG that would have been it. <laughs> yeah, like it didn't know it was it was well, it was entertaining for us but everyone else was like what are you wearing?
1: Did you have to do a lot of explaining.
0: Yeah constantly which was really frustrating um, <laughs> but we got there in the end. Um, If you were to become famous, uh, what would it most likely be for?
1: Uh, Talking too much. No, um, (laughs) probably my Bollywood dancing, because I do a lot of Bollywood dancing and I have done a little bit of um, my choreograph for a German film. Um, I studied Bollywood dance in India with the Bollywood choreographers. So I guess I think if I was going to come famous, it would probably be for my dancing.
0: Oh, you're going to have to teach me some Bollywood moves at the Atlantic rehearsals because I will be... Oh,
1: definitely. I am well...
0: There is no occasion you
1: cannot do Bollywood dancing... Um, when I, I got shortlisted for the National Diversity Awards last year, out of twenty-eight thousand people, to the final eight, the awards, I decided to get everyone on my table doing Bollywood dancing. Just gathered everyone. I was like, "Come on, we're going to do some dancing at the back of the cathedral, just doing Bollywood dancing."
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, like lunchtime, lunchtime during rehearsals. I feel like there will be there will be some Bollywood dancing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun, and it keeps you fit. So.
0: Romeo, you're shooting me. She's like, You're meant to be helping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll all be doing rehearsals and I'll be just there and everyone will have Bollywood hands and everyone will be like, What's going on? Like, why is everyone
0: Bollywood dancing? <laughs> <feel like> that. <laughs> and what cosmetic product could you not live without? My eyeliner. Um,
1: That is the most important thing to me. I, up until recently, I would not leave the house without eyeliner. But I did a bit of a project um, last year about being body confident without wearing makeup. Um, And I got a lot of young teenagers to just be confident in their own bodies. And I did ditch my eyeliner. And that was a massive thing for me. And I haven't been as precious to it since, but it is my my go-to. I couldn't live without eyeliner.
0: It was one of my, for a long time had it as like my emergency I kept like a mini one in the car because you can also just smudge a bit together to give yourself a bit of eyeshadow exactly <laughs> smudge it, it's a bit of eyeshadow it's like a bit underneath it opens the eyes out a bit um because I would always have fake uh, eyelashes on anyway I'd have like eyelash extensions and mm-hmm. um, so I didn't need to worry about having mascara but having yeah that that sort of uh pencil I and- just
1: feel like I look. Awake with eyeliner on, <laughs> um, and as I said, for a long time, I I could not. I wouldn't mind not foundation anything, but I would not leave the house without eyeliner. So it was um a big step for me when I did lose the eyeliner to go out. And now I don't wear it to work, but when I'm not at work, definitely eyeliner. Couldn't not wear eyeliner.
0: <laughs> I've I've definitely missed the lashes. Now that sounds weird. I'm not, missing my lashes more. <laughs> the gyms have reopened because from a distance you don't notice the mm-hmm. foundation or whatever or breakouts and things like that but i notice my lack of eyelashes yeah i
1: hadn't thought about is, that you
0: know is like covered in mirrors and i'm like not like a bald baby <laughs>
1: Yeah, and uh, uh, eyelashes—are they allowed to be doing them again now? Are they still stopped?
0: Yes, no, just about um, a couple of weeks ago. So next week, because apparently I needed to have my eyelash extensions on to climb the Three Peaks.
1: (laughs) Of course, that that will help. You know, that's the most important thing to have. You can't go without that.
0: Not the walking boots, not the blister patches, not the months of training I've done. Eyelashes.
1: No, I'm I'm with you there. (laughs)
0: Essential. I
1: did um, go up a glacier with my dad once when I was younger and I didn't have walking shoes so I was in high heels and they said to me can you walk in them and I was like yeah I'll do it so I did did it in high heels <laughs> I was like
0: I got balance I'm fine, You're fine. um I I haven't done we start at bed Nevis, then we do Fell Pike mm-hmm. and by the time this goes out I'll have done this but um and then we finish at Snowdon mm-hmm. and, and I've done Skateful, Scarfell Pike, Scarfell Pike, however you want to say it. Cause I know I'll get people messaging me saying I said it wrong. Um, <laughs> um, I did that with my dad when I was, I think it was the tail end of junior school, possibly beginning of secondary, mm-hmm. um, And my boots were too small now, on the way up. That's fine. Cause your foot slides to the back yeah. on the down. I did not last very long and I ended up climbing, walking down it in my socks.
1: <laughs> See, I, I I would... I'm not... Mm, I don't mind not wearing shoes. I quite like being barefoot. Um, obviously, you know, sometimes it's not very comfortable because I dance barefoot. Barefoot? Barefoot. Um, I'm quite comfortable, so I, I agree with you there. Take the shoes off. Go barefoot. <laughs> I think but that. that must have been painful.
0: I think it was, if my toe hadn't been hanging off and it hadn't been quite so cold, the barefoot would have All... been blind, But... <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about the cold. It yeah, it was October half term or February half term. It was one of the winter half terms. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it was it's I will be looking forward to walking down that in my shoes this time around. <laughs> <laughs> good it, shoes. And good eyelashes. And and good eyelashes, yeah. Um you can only listen to music from one artist or band for the rest of your life. Who is it?
1: So I had to um thinking about this logically and obviously because I am a Bollywood dance teacher if I couldn't listen to Bollywood music that would make my dancing very difficult so I'd have to go with um, a Bollywood musician but I'm really bad at the names of the tracks that I like so um, I'm not going to give
0: a name but it would be a Bollywood artist Someone who's covered a lot of other songs.
1: Yeah, I feel like I would need to do some research to make sure they've got a nice, you know, selection of different types of songs and make sure I pick the right Bollywood. Otherwise, how can, I can't Bollywood dance without Bollywood music.
0: Wouldn't work. <laughs> uh, which one of your personality traits do you personally find most annoying or frustrating?
1: I have a wonderfully advanced skill level of procrastination. and I drive myself insane because I will do everything but what I need to do and then I'll leave the thing I need to do so last minute that I regret not doing it earlier as I said you know the um fixing things when I'm on the way somewhere when I could have done it like three weeks before um and you know even through uni I'd leave essays I was a last minute girl and I used to always regret it because I'd be doing really well I'd be like if only I had that extra two weeks that I've done all these fantastic paintings and taken up all these new hobbies and cleaned my whole house rather than the essay that I needed to do so I would you know that's my most frustrating skill
0: (laughs) if you call it a skill. No so that means you're a sprinter but it's then trying to because some people are marathoners and some people are sprinters. Mm -hmm. And then there's also the people that have certain things in their life. They'll do one way of certain things they do another. They're just extra confusing. Um, so it's finding a way to then harness how you do things. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my, my platform is Goal Getters, which is helping women achieve their goals. Mm-hmm. And, and I taught, I actually gave up a business that was teaching a lot of time management and organizational skills to do more stuff in pageants. Um, pageant land and compete myself and things. So um I'll be bringing out loads of stuff that will help you with procrastination.
1: Perfect. I will be keeping a lookout
0: for that. So I'm, I'd definitely come to you of like, right, which, what, what's been your struggle this week? I'll create some <laughs> content around that.
1: I just, I, sometimes I don't know how I do it. I just think, where's the whole day gone? And I, it's not that I'm doing nothing. I do, I like to be busy, but. I just sometimes pick what I want to do over what I don't want to do. <laughs>
0: yeah. Eat the frog first. You have to do the thing you want to do the least first. Because who wants to eat? I know. I
1: yeah. <laughs> That's
0: stereotypical as well. Some French people might be vegan. They might not want to eat frogs. Um, of course. <laughs> we digressed, didn't we? No, we're talking about frogs. Um, which imaginary fantasy or mythical place would you most like to visit? So
1: I would really like to visit Pandora. Um, I just think I really like the concept of the film and how they've created everything in Avatar, like connecting with electricity. And I'd really like to go there. I think it would be fun. And they've got really cool creatures and plants. And I just think it would be nice. It would just, you know, an interesting holiday if it existed.
0: (laughs) You are the second person to say that. Hi. This is the fifth, sixth, sixth one of these. Mhm. So I, I, feel like I've gri- so got a
1: friend to come to Pandora with me.
0: <laughs> yeah, like a pageant trip to Pandora. um yeah. Pageant excursion. Here we go. <laughs> um, what reality TV series, past or present, would you most like to go on? So I don't watch much reality
1: TV. Um, I don't watch much TV. I'm too busy procrastinating in my life (laughs) um but I have watched a couple and there's one that I've watched a bit of at The Circle and it's a bit like Big Brother hash kind of catfish and no one actually meets each other face to face which to me I think that's quite an interesting concept because you can be whatever you want to be are you going to be a liar or are you going to be who you are and you kind of like I like the psychological side of sussing people out. I just think it's interesting.
0: I want to watch that. That's because I'm sure there's a. Isn't there? A, there's a movie called The Circle.
1: Yeah. So I um, thought you we
0: were about to describe that, and I was going to get no, no. That's a movie.
1: Like, that's, no, no, no. There is um, there is a reality TV program, and in, i just googled it. Yeah, they're in like flat, and I've watched a couple of them. And I think it's just, Ooh. I just think it's really interesting. It's just slightly different to anything else. Because I have watched Big Brother. But I don't know whether I find the idea of being face-to-face with people. That's fine. But it's a little bit bit more fun when you can't see people. I'm... I just find, I find that interesting. Especially because um, of um, my course background and studying is... Um, I did a master's in clinical and clinical neuropsychology. Um, so, my background on how people behave when they see people against when they're, I'll use a term, de individuated so they can be what they want. I just find that fascinating. So, if I could be on anything, I think it would be that.
0: Oh, see, I, I obviously, daughter, partner can't do it now, but in hindsight, or, well, they didn't exist, so it can't be in hindsight, but I would love to have done some of those, um, like Dating in the Dark, or Love at First Sight. I mean, yes. Married at First Sight. Um, That's
1: an interesting one. I, Me and my mum have watched them together sometimes, and um, they are very interesting.
0: So There was two, wasn't there? There was one where they were literally, they met at the altar and got married, mm-hmm. and there was nothing in before. And then there's another one that, was an american one where they they dated and there was quite a lot of them i believe there were like 30 men 30 women but you didn't see all of them um and they went on lots of dates in the dark and eventually some of them proposed
1: yeah i've i've seen bits of both of them because one of them didn't they like ferronome match them and everything first and it's meant to be their perfect partner
0: yeah, they did like all the science tests and experiments and mm-hmm. she did not speak until they got married. Whereas the other ones, one of them had to propose to the other one for it to move forward to the next stage. Yeah. And then they got a bit of time together um, and then it was, oh yeah, it was whether or not they'd say I do when they got to the altar. That was sort oh. of the final thing. Like, would they both? And there was like one couple that seemed so perfect and so happy and no one questioned and then she said no at the altar.
1: Did you, uh, on the same line as this, but did you see the dating one where they hypnotised one of the partners to forget who they were dating and then put them on a date with two strangers and their own partner to see whether they matched back up with their own partner or not? And it was only at the end that they told them um, that this is what they've done? No, that sounds... I'm sure it was either Channel 4 or ITV. Um, It was really good. Interestingly, they all went back for their original partner. The one I watched, they all went back to it. like they picked the same one, which was good because they were sat in a room and it would have been a bit awkward if they hadn't, but um, it was a really interesting thing. And obviously the person that was the partner had to pretend they didn't know them to lock, otherwise the hypnosis that they could have, switched it like kind of made them remember so they had to be careful not to like be too familiar it was
0: really good i can't remember it wasn't that long ago oh i have to have a nosy but i'm definitely gonna look the circle up the circle of the film was also very good for, <laughs> for <the record. laughs> but um yeah it was on there's the see blah, blah blah the series was on netflix as well i think they were both on netflix mm yes yes I'm, I'm googling as we speak they were both both on Netflix and um, at some point so I don't know if they're still there but um yeah that sounds interesting I like the sound of that I like the sound of that um, <laughs> huge tangent um what's the most fraught journey you've ever had to a pageant so <laughs> um I've had a couple of as I
1: said you know I'm a last minute girl um Actually, on the way up to Atlantic, I was running late. I got dressed for, like, I was in my pyjamas until I went to the petrol station. And I got out of the service station and got dressed. I did my makeup while driving on the motorway. Not me personally driving. My husband was driving. Um, And then I had to stitch up the hem of my interview dress. And I was about... 15-20 minutes away from the location and I was sewing in the car telling him to drive carefully because I had a needle and thread um, sewing the hem up of my interview dress while I was wearing it (laughs) because I was semi getting ready Um, and then we got lost right at the end before finding the location but we were there in time in fact we were early my dress was perfect my makeup looked good I was good but it was a little stressful on the way (laughs)
0: obviously then you did really well on the night so it obviously worked
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was laughing and the dress I was wearing was actually my great grandma's dress it was a vintage dress that she wore to my grandparents wedding and it was perfect for interview it felt something it just felt a bit special and um but it was a little the vintage length was a bit long so it just needed to come up a bit and I was like yeah yeah I'll do it before I go. Night before, I was like, no, nah, I'll do it in the car. Whole car journey. Yeah, I'll do it in a bit. So I literally had to, like, rush it through at the end. Oh,
0: the, sh- the whole show was amazing, though. It was so well put together.
1: It uh, was so much fun. I'd taken a little bit of a break um, after having my little girl, and I'd lost quite a lot of my body confidence after having her. Um, I'd changed shape a lot, and I just thought, you know what? I need something, a goal. And I absolutely loved the whole lead up to Atlantic and the day. I can't wait for the handover because just to be around everybody again is gonna be so much fun.
0: Mm. Oh it's just it's just been nice to be going back to things. The only thing I've mm-hmm. done so far is um crown camp. Um mm-hmm. second crown camp will have been after this, before this goes out. I think. Oh, oh I can't count. Oh no. I can't remember um, <laughs> I'm thrown because I'm doing two a week where, with these are going out at two a week as opposed to one a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm a bit thrown but around there's the second Crown camp at the end of September as well which I'm teaching at um, and things so it's uh, it's nice to have a bit of pageant even if there's none. but the only one I think that's still going ahead this year at the moment is intercontinental. Oh are they? um they've moved they've had to move they yeah i knew they'd moved but
1: i've got i've lost track a bit of what year we're even in
0: (laughs) it was the only one going ahead at last check and it's on my list this week to book my hotel because i'm um we're one of the sponsors for it so Mm i kind of need to be there Um, (laughs) (laughs) and i want to be there uh, but i think that's literally then that's it it's crown camp and intercontinental that's our that's our pageant dosage for the rest of the year yeah
1: I've missed going to a lot of things and all the appearances it's been it's been a shame the year's been how it has which is why I'm just looking forward to the next finals to get right back into it and just have fun again And I've missed seeing everybody
0: yeah it's like you chat on things and and I always find group video calls a bit awkward I know a lot of people did like group parties and stuff like that but i'm like one-on-one phone calls we have our team meetings with Pageantland, but um
1: mm-hmm.
0: just get with their get stuff done meetings um but lots of one-on-one phone calls but it's like not seeing an actual person
1: yeah it's it's i've missed that so hopefully all the pageants next year will bring all of that back
0: yeah because atlantic's the first one i think of the year
1: yeah i think so
0: very excited uh, what skill would you most like to have i
1: would like to have photographic memory <gasps> yes 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 i just think that would be a really useful skill and yeah i mean just imagine everything you read remembered everywhere you go you remember where you're going like it's just it'd just be so handy
0: there's a program on i'm gonna go amazon prime um mm-hmm. I clearly have too many of <laughs> these subscriptions. Um, I think it's called it, like, un- literally called it like Unforgettable. Um, oh, it's like a New I York think, police detective I think I've, or something. I think I've
1: seen that, or I need to say It's it's on my mind as something I've either watched or something I wanted to watch.
0: I can't forget anything. Mm hmm. She like just looks. She can look around, get to a crime scene, look around really, really quickly, and then go and sit in a quiet car and think about what she's seen. And she'll yeah,
1: it's on my. I've seen the trailers for it. It's on my list of things to watch. I am. Um, I'm quite. I watch like one hour of TV a night, and I go through like a series, and I'm trying to be really good because I like to watch the whole series before I get distracted. Yeah. um And um, we're just finishing Lucifer because the new series came out. Um, so that's probably going to be my next. So have a little look into that next.
0: Ah, oh, see so my other half wanted to watch Lucifer, but I was desperate to watch season two of The Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. So I've made him watch that first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I ran out of TV during lockdown, and I really enjoyed going back and watching, like, a lot of old things that I haven't watched in a long time and things that I kind of vaguely remember but don't. And I've just watched... Um All of Merlin again, and it was really easy watching, and I really enjoyed it, and it was just nice and Now I'm back on hardcore of the devil and Lucifer, but it's it's great, but I think that's going to be the next one because I like to pick the telly. Hopefully he won't ever listen to this because I do have the control of the remote.
0: we've been waiting for billion because that was meant to be out back in March, and it's been that it's come out in America, and they normally run them at the same time in both countries. Um, yeah, and it hasn't come out over here yet. So he's, he's kicking himself that that's not out. Then Bond got delayed, and Top I know two has been delayed. Like everything he wants to watch has been delayed. And then I win there's, that super There's
1: so and, much that's been delayed at the moment because even Lucifer was out quite late. Um,
0: it's, I'm I'm much more likely to watch old stuff. I, I think I've watched Lost about six times. I
1: um, there's th- I think there's a film that I don't watch many films many times like I watch them once and then I don't like to watch them again but there are a few old films that I just love and I can watch them over and over again and there's a few series that I've really enjoyed going back and watching again kind of I've forgotten them because there's been so long but it's been nice to go back and re-watch them
0: yeah Gilmore Girls that I'm probably on about the seventh or eighth viewing at least least. and True or false? It is better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at
1: all. I think it's better to have loved and lost because, in my opinion, without loss, we can never really appreciate what we do have. And knowing that something could end or go, um, or that we could lose things, I think that makes having it and living all that bit more special. Um, so I'm I think it's definitely better to have loved than um. To have not loved at all.
0: Uh, what's your favourite movie?
1: Ah, so my ultimate favourite movie that I have watched again and again is Butterfly Effect. Um, it's quite old now, um, but I think it will always be my favourite. I don't know whether you've seen it.
0: Yeah, and there's like, a, there's a, a two ending versions, aren't there?
1: Mm-hmm. Do you know, I know they've done a Butterfly Effect 2, I think, and they bought out maybe even a third one. I haven't watched them. It's the plain original normal one that i really really like and i just find the concept of the story really really interesting and it's a bit dark in places but i just love it and it's one of those films that whenever i've got a friend around and they haven't watched it i'm like yeah we're gonna watch this
0: (laughs) i think the first time Because apparently us going to the gym wasn't a date. So I think the first two times we met up was at the gym. And the second time I invited myself round for dinner and a movie. I was going to cook. I was offering to cook. um, Mm -hmm. And it got lost in translation. And he ended up cooking, which turns out he loves doing. So that's fine. And I bought the butterfly effect round. Oh, that's, that's, I I like your choice. (laughs) That's like our first, like, I didn't want to bring anything romantic. That would just be Mm -hmm. on a walk actually, in hindsight, he tells me it wasn't even a, a date. That wasn't a date either. I was like, but we were dating. He's like, yeah, but that's not a date. now I was very confused.
1: I think one of the first films that me and my husband watched together was The Butterfly Effect.
0: Oh, so, that's, that's a good omen.
1: Yeah, it's a good omen.
0: <laughs> Definitely. You might marry me one day. <laughs> Too busy for that. One day. Um, what's the worst thing you've forgotten to take to a pageant?
1: Um... I actually forgot my swimwear Um, and it was during rehearsals that I realised it wasn't in my bag and I realised that I'd left it at home you know five six hours drive away so I had to run down to the local shop. There was only a peacock's and I had to scrap something together that I could wear for my swimwear round.
0: Was it your highest scoring round?
1: Uh, Do you know, I don't remember what my scores were, but knowing my luck, it probably was because, you know, last minute's my (laughs) (laughs) score.
0: You made it work. (laughs) (laughs) Which Disney character are you most like? So I would
1: say that I am most like Pocahontas because she's adventurous and she's caring and... I've dressed up as Pocahontas a lot. I feel I can do a good Pocahontas. I've got really long, dark hair. So I think I am most like Pocahontas.
0: Oh, I like that. And where is the worst smelling place you've ever been?
1: (laughs) This is such a funny question.
0: I've had some really bad, like bad, interesting answers to this one. (laughs) So
1: I've obviously travelled a lot and I have visited slums in asia um to learn yeah to learn about them really um, when i was working in the mental hospital we did outreach patients in the slums as well that smelled bad but i think the worst place i've ever been was i went to the Azores with my mum and dad and we went up to the hot springs and they were beautiful but oh my god the smell of sulfur was absolutely horrific like that was beautiful landscape and it looked amazing and it just smelled like someone had let off like a thousand stink bombs it, it was choking it was that bad and I think that was the worst smelling place I've ever been I mean if you could just remove the smell like the pictures look amazing because you can't yeah. smell them but I was struggling to stand there too long
0: least it looks nice
1: yeah exactly I didn't think like when I was there, I just didn't when they said, Oh, let's go up to the hot springs, I just didn't expect them to smell like that.
0: So bad. <laughs> um, what's the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week?
1: <laughs> so I'm a bit of a weird reader. I like to read random facts and random things. So the most interesting thing I've read this week, um, I was reading all about a tribe that I think you've probably seen pictures of them that have the rings round their necks. And I was reading all about why they have them and that they get them from the age of five onwards and they have a ring added each year until they're married. And the higher status you are, the more rings you have. And it doesn't actually make the neck longer. It pushes the collarbone down and it, well, it compresses your rib cage. So you're still the same height. You just have a long neck. And um, it's their idea of beauty, but there's some people that think it's perhaps come in ancient history to stop other tribes wanting to have their women. It was just really interesting, and I really enjoyed reading and learning all about it.
0: I'm like, yeah.
1: (laughs) I said, I read really random things, so...
0: No, I mean, I'm like touching my neck thinking like, can I push my collarbone? I've got a wonky collarbone because it broke once, but um makes it sound like I was just sat on the sofa and it broke. It broke once. Um I'm like trying to feel if I can push it down. It's funny. There was one woman who had nine
1: inches of rings and they they don't take them off. They they sleep with them on. I mean, the modern girls, they do it more for um, kind of tourists and just kind of to keep the tradition alive they take them off at night but the older ladies who have always done it they keep it on all the time and like how do they sleep
0: not I wonder if you're let's say took it off if their spine would be weaker or like in that bit
1: it's got to do some damage because I always thought that it made their necks grow but actually that makes no sense it does make sense that it pushes the shoulders down so they must be like the same height as us, but with really long necks.
0: Do you think if you push your shoulders down, it gives you better posture? So maybe actually they'll have a really good, straight, strong spine.
1: I bet they'd probably stand up quite sh- straight as well, because I'm now standing in front of the mirror with my my neck up and my shoulders back. And if your neck was, yeah, you would have your posture would have to, I think they probably don't have bad posture and it would keep your, it's like a neck brace, really, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. So
0: that's my interesting read
1: this week.
0: (laughs) A little bit there. Um, And final question. What's something that will always be in style? So not like necessarily clothing related, um, Mm -hmm. like in vogue. Every every word I came up with sounded like I was talking about fashion. It was in fashion to start with and I was like, that's really misleading. Um, So what will always be in style no matter how much time passes?
1: See, I think that's a really hard question because it's so difficult. Like the world changes so much all the time that I have been thinking, you know, would this be there? This might not change. You know, with technology advancing as well. So I've gone with manners. I think manners will always be in style, um, no matter how much things change in the world around us to be nice to people. And even if manners themselves change and develop the idea of manners will always be in style,
0: yeah, because there are I get called quite old fashioned, but I prefer the word traditional <laughs> um, <laughs> like some of the the things like I'm really not good with swearing it's it, it's It's a funny joke and it's become a running joke a bit like my dislike of McDonald's has become a bit of a running joke with people, and I'm quite happy to embrace it, but I've, I just can't. I live off the basis with swearing that if you can't make your point without swearing, you don't have a strong enough point. And if you can't make your joke without swearing, you don't have a good mm. joke. <laughs> no, I like that. That's good. Um, but it's like, yeah, I do get people like, well, that's quite an old fashioned thing. Like, And I just I find old traditional etiquette really interesting. You know, women used to carry a pin in their dress to pin their napkin on. Because if your napkin fell off your lap, you weren't allowed to pick it back up again.
1: You know, that's not a bad idea, really, though, is it? Like, that's it, it makes sense. And it's like, I've spent a lot of time in um, China and Thailand, and it's disrespectful to stab your food with um, chopsticks. Um, mm. And like, all of these types of manners, like, you wouldn't stand on the head of a coin because it's got the head of the royal family on, and that's disrespectful to put your foot on the head of your royal family. And you know what? They're, they're quite nice. They're quite nice. It's a bit of manners. It's a bit of respect. And I quite like it. And I don't think, you know, they will change and they are culturally different. But I do think that they, to some degree, they will always be, you know, you'll you'll always be stylish to have manners. Mm.
0: Yeah. it's I uh, do, um, what's the one with names? I'm really bad with names when I meet people. And everyone's like, oh, well, when you first meet them, you just say their name a few times. And I'm like, no, that's really bad manners. You're not meant to do that. In like traditional ye oldie worldie etiquette that's really bad manners so I can't do that and therefore I don't remember anyone's name
1: I'm um, so bad at names I literally have to go I'm so sorry I know you told me like five minutes ago but what was your name
0: again like I'm not I'm like I try I did try at a networking event once to try different hand gestures because it's meant to be as you meet one person you make one hand gesture you meet the other person you make another hand gesture and then when you need to try and recall the name you make the same hand gesture but it did not work and and yeah
1: in theory that makes sense like i can see where they're going with that but i can't, i'm just awful and i'm bad at faces as well so oh. sometimes someone will be talking to me and i think i cannot place where i know you from
0: somewhere oh, particularly with i've been talking to so many people on social media or on the podcast, like I, we, we're not videoing for anyone listening mm-hmm. to the podcast. We're not videoing this. We can't see each other's faces. So I can kind have of talked to someone for well over an hour and um, on and off recording and talked about our entire lives, but I'm not looking at their face. And then we meet up and we're both like, I feel like I know you, but I don't know you. Where do- oh, yeah. We spoke <laughs> for over an hour about the meaning of life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: i completely get where you're coming from
0: oh i'm not like um my partner used to travel for work a lot obviously not now um and the first time i went to pick him up from the airport we've not been dating that long and and i started freaking out thinking what if i don't recognize him from a distance and he's sort of like waving at me and i'm like looking over my shoulder thinking he's that stranger waving at and things i've got really bad eyesight as well i'm only just (laughs) able to drive without glasses and i'm like i was like I was freaking out I was like what if I don't recognize <laughs> yeah I thought big up no like, this is about to get really embarrassing
1: I uh, my little sister had her hair done um and she had it like completely changed and um she put a picture up on Facebook and I thought who's that and it took me a while to realize it was my sister and she'll probably hear
0: this and be like thanks
1: Nish thanks for that her hair looks lovely I just didn't recognize that it was her hair <laughs>
0: Uh, well, you can say it's all right. Just come around for anishkoshi.
1: <laughs> exactly, perfect. It's the new thing.
0: It's the new <laughs> thing, definitely. Oh, it's been so amazing having you on. I've had such a giggle. Um, where can we find you on social media?
1: um So, on social media, my Instagram is na. Koshti, which is K-O-S-H-T-I. Um, I'd go under Facebook as Nish Koshti rather than Natasha. Um, and then I have my website as well, which will be in the link information. And um, that's my social medias.
0: Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts and I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links check the show notes or rock on over to our website pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day and remember you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.